it is, what it is, what it is, you know what it is. It's the I Do It For Hip Hop podcast, hashtag, a podcast for the rest of us. It's me, your boy, the sarcastic criminal, the hip-hop king of the north, the three-eyed raven of hip-hop, great pharaoh, and I'm in the building with my mans in them, the profound conqueror, Mr. Can I Live, Buckhead's very own, the real boogie with a hoodie, we got Bug in the building, Bug, what's been going on, what's been good, what you, what you been listening to? What's up, y'all? Um, um, things have been good over here, man, just working. Um, I have been listening to... Um, big crit a lot. Um, other than my fantasy football stuff, but listening to big crit. Fuck football. Um, <laughs> yeah, didn't y'all didn't y'all win today? I don't even know. I ain't turned on football. Fuck uh, football. Well, we uh, today? I think I think I think we lost today, man. I think we did. I, I'm not even sure. I I didn't watch football today at all. So fuck football. Um, I stand with Kevin. <laughs> fuck football. <laughs> all right. Okay. Well, we'll talk about that later. <laughs> We lost twenty one. Um, we lost twenty one thirty one. Okay. But yeah. Um, other than that, man, that's all I've been doing. I mean, t- today, I mean, it's just been just been working, working hard, and, and then listening to Big Crit. That's that's pretty much it. That's what's up. That's what it is. That's what's up. Your house, Cold Elephant, going. Uh, Cold Elephant is great, man. In my fourth week right now. Um, so we we just went over uh, the concept of loops in programming languages. And um, they did a bunch of programs, uh, a bunch of exercises on um, on loops, wrote a bunch of code. And, um, yeah, we're going to continue next week. All right. That's what's up. That's what's up. Yo, we're also joined by the visual overlord, the one-line optimist prime, the hot 16 spitter. Fool for your soul. Soul. The soul, man. What's been good with you? What's been going on? What you been listening to? What's good? What's good? Great pharaoh. You know, uh, as far as what I've been doing, same old shit, just a different day. You know, working like a dog. Uh, Music-wise, so far, I haven't really been listening to much of anything, to be up front. You know, listening to Crit's new album, you know, bumping old K-Dot stuff. I ran back listening to the Woo. Still amazing. Um, Just gaming. Other than that. That's what's up. That's what it is. That's really what it is. As for me, man... I'm just here, man, listening to a, a, yo, man, it's a lot, a lot of music out right now. It's a lot of different music. Snoop Dogg's got a, um, got a small little joint out, uh, Make America Crip Again. We're probably going to cover that next week. Ty Dolla Sign with, uh, Beach House 3. We're probably going to cover that again. I mean, it's mad shit. But the big, the big news for me, personally, Cameron's new album, The Program, and Jadena's new EP, Boomerang. Both of those joints are fire. I'm sorry. They're dope as hell. I'm still trying to fill out Eminem's new single featuring Beyonce Walk on Water though. I don't know I don't know how I, I don't know how I feel about that yet. Sorry. I yeah, love it. it. I, I, I love I, it. It's like, meh. Yeah, I mean I, a couple of people told me that that uh, I, I got really I got to really listen to what he's saying, but but I was just, on first listen I was just like, eh. This is a very weak single. Like, you think so? This is first track. I think it's awesome. Beyonce makes that track everything it is. You take Beyonce off that record, that record is not dope. Um, you might be right about that because she does do a good job, and it's Beyonce, you know. So she gives you get the Beyonce factor. Plus, yeah. she does a pretty good job on it. Um, but yeah, you take her off. 
um, put on Miley Cyrus. Yeah. Different song, right? <laughs> Very different song. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, word up, word up. But all right, yo, man, let's just, yo, man, let's jump into this joint, man. We got a couple little hot topics, a couple little things I want to get y'all take on. Yo, first and foremostly, the, uh, the king of, I say the king of New York, because I think he is the king of New York. Diddy, uh, a couple weeks ago, he celebrated his 48th birthday, and he announced that he changed his name yet again. Diddy's name is now Brother Love. How creepy can that be, huh? I'm going to tell you real talk. Diddy's been winning for so long that he can call himself Brother Love. I don't even give a shit. And I would walk up to him like, yo, what's good, Brother Love? How you feel? Like... (laughs) Diddy's been winning for too long. He can call himself whatever he wants. What uh, what, what was that? Uh, what was the the music video they did? Uh, what you what you calling yourself again? Diddy Papa Papa Diddy Pop? Like whatever the fuck. <laughs> like Diddy can call himself whatever. I don't really care. What you think about Diddy switching his name up though, Bug? Um, I don't like it. Is it doesn't? I mean, I'm not calling him Brother Love. Like I'm just not going to do it. <laughs> Brother Love. Yeah, I'm not gonna call him Brother Love. I'm not nah. gonna call him. I'm not gonna call him Love either. Um, I'm, I'm good. I mean, like you know, he can do what he wants. He can do what he wants. So, so, so one reason why I'm good, right? So this is this is like a personal story, right? <laughs> so this, this might not make sense to everybody, but it's a personal story. So when I was younger, um, uh, so our church uh, is in my my church home that I grew up in is in the, is in the middle of the projects basically. So. Um, we used to have these. <laughs> we used to have uh, these Saturday morning, um, like breakfasts and whatnot. All the kids from the projects come over and used to have breakfast at the church on Saturday morning, and they have they have you know somebody preach and you know say some words, and we used to play basketball afterwards, right? So one day the uh, the sermon was love, right? The sermon was love. I swear to God, and. Um, so we went outside, played basketball, and I'm pretty good, right? So I'm busting these dudes' ass. You know, project dudes. When you bust start busting their ass on their own turf, they can't handle that shit most of the time. You want to shoot your <laughs> ass. Mm-hmm. Like, that's just been my that's experience. Been dangerous playing, that's been my experience. A couple of times playing in the projects, and you play with a project dude, that's and they live there, and you busting their ass, they can't they just be like, fuck that. You can't just be busting my ass right across the street from my house. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, so anyway... Um, and that probably just goes for anybody, but you know, I, I don't play ball in many a project before. Anyway, so dudes was like, I'm busting their ass and dudes trying to fight me. Right. And so my dad is out there and you know, obviously the sermon was love. So my dad's like, love, brother, love, love, brother, love <laughs> like that. Right. So that's all God. I can do <laughs> when he said his name was brother love. And like my friends crack on my dad to this day, you know, uh, you know the you, you know the dudes that you know we don't really talk to now. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. They, they still they still crack on my dad about that shit to this day. So <laughs> that's, all, that's all I can think of. Yeah, and it's just, no, I, I can't do it. I can't call him brother love. Nah, dude, he's brother love now. Respect it, own it. Yeah, now he's gonna. Uh, let's just keep this trucking. Two days ago, I seen on Twitter, uh, Bob is talking again, but uh, Bob has been talking again and he questions if slave ships ever existed oh shut the hell up forever b.o.b this is on top of his flat earth theory this is on top of him starting a GoFundMe 
to raise a million dollars to uh, have a satellite sent into space just to prove to him that the Earth is round. B.O.B. now is questioning if slave ships ever existed. Now, I just the only reason I brought this up because I think we our next retro review show, like I think or eventually we got to cover B.O.B.'s first album, The Adventures of Bobby Ray, so that people don't think we're crazy. Like, how did he get famous? It's like, no, at one point, this dude made great music. That's a good ass album. That was a great album. That's what I'm saying. At one point, he made great music. So when people say, B.O.B., you mean a flat earth dude? It's like, no. I mean, B.O.B., beautiful girls, nothing without you. I mean, B.O.B. Ghost in the Machine. Know, the Bobby yeah, Ghost in the mm-hmm. Machine. Letters, was it? Letters from Vietnam? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, come on. That's the B.O.B. that I think about when cats say B.O.B. Not Flat Earth B.O.B. Y'all, we need the old B.O.B. back, man. I, 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 miss, I miss the old B.O.B. that used to have fun and just want to play his guitar and be simple. This This dude is nuts, man. He 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 um, spent too much time on the wrong side of the internet. I'm gonna say it again, Elon Musk. If you are listening, somebody get a you know, APB out for Elon Musk. Yeah, uh, for What's it, Richard Branson? Both of y'all, Elon Musk. Give this dude whatever he need, bro. Just get it. It's like pissing in the ocean for them. Get, get to him whatever he need so he can shut the fuck up. Like seriously. <laughs> Quick, quick little space drone. Yeah, anything. Just give him what he want. All right, now next thing I want to get y'all uh, get y'all opinions on. Irv Gotti said on the Drink Champs podcast with Nori that Eminem or that Drake is today's Eminem. I think Drake has more appeal than Eminem did, but I can I can see his point because both Drake and Eminem kind of have that weird universal audience where like everybody kind of likes them you know what i mean i i i mean for me personally uh book man what you think man i don't see a comparison i mean eminem was saying bitch i'm gonna kill you uh drake, drake was like drake is loving these yeah folks. drake is loving them and drake, i mean literally i forgot what's that what's that song on uh, marvin's room marvin's room he, you know what i'm saying he makes shit like that yeah, so he, he made that. This is in my old phone. Yeah, I'm good. Like, it's, it's, you think he's comparing them musically? I don't think he's comparing them musically, like content wise. That that just wouldn't make any sense. It's like yeah, comparing apples to rocks. Come on, now. absolutely. No, I I agree. I, I don't I don't even see it as far. I don't as think just, there's any comparison anywhere. Yeah, I don't see. I don't even see it. Like, Eminem. I kind of like I kind of get I kind of get what you're saying, Soul, about um you know everybody likes them. Like they have a universal fan base. Um. But I still like I, I still don't agree with that. I, I mean, like I get I, I get how you can say that, but I mean that's the I, only way I could see it yeah. being said. Yeah, I know yeah. I agree with you. That's the only way I could see it even somebody even saying it. You know? Yeah. If that's not what he was talking about, then Irv Gotti's a fucking idiot. <laughs> but not not everybody likes him because I don't care for either one of them. Me neither. I mean, I like M, but Drake I can't I could stand. Take, Drake I could face. take or leave either one of them. Really, it's like really? Drake. He has blue, his uh Jay Z is the blueprint for for Drake. Facts like for him for and for Irv Gotti who was very influential in even Jay Z's early career. Yeah, 
to not use to not to to not put him in the same circle as Jay Z. I mean, they make pretty much the exact same moves. Just what thirty years later? Yeah. Like everything Drake does is basically something Jay Z's done or thought about doing. There's nothing new for Drake. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, what's man? Now my next two things are a combination. I want to get y'all opinions on. Obviously we got uh oh well hold on before we move on from from Drake. Drake's talking about taking a year off to uh to do film work. Good. No more music. I think he's finally listening. I think we said that during his album review, when we did his album review, that he needs to take a break from releasing music. Bye. This is a good thing. I think his film career is going to be horrible. <laughs> no, I, think no, I, I don't care. You think you think it's going to be pretty good? No, I think it's going to be horrible because anytime I see Drake, I mean, honestly, anytime I see Drake, all I think about is wheelchair Jimmy from Degrassi. <laughs> <Fucked up. laughs> him crying or like snot bubble crying and everything like he was horrible crying. I, I think <laughs> I think I think he I think Drake had potential to be like as far as like film is concerned he might he might be like LL Cool J Ludacris type like he might be one of the one of the next big okay. rap rappers that actually whoa, 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 is whoa. good. Ludacris as a big rapper? No, uh, no, no. Ludacris Ludacris has pretty much made a pretty eye name for himself in Hollywood. He ain't the best actor in the world, but he's he's bigger than Common. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> is he all Ludacris really has is Fast and Furious. I know. You, but he, you know what I mean? So that's it. Like I would but but, but that's a that's a big ass franchise though. So it's a big ass franchise, but he's a little ass role in it. Well well, I mean, he but, but he got lucky. He got lucky. Yeah, he did get lucky. But I mean, Drake Drake could definitely be, you know, a, a rapper that's taking roles. You know, the one the one of the next folks today. There's some actor out there complaining about. He he can be that guy. Is Drake gonna be the next? Okay, let's say the next Will Smith, because I think that's the biggest rapper turned mm-hmm. actor. That's a lot, man. That's a lot. You think he's gonna get there? I don't no. think he's ever. I don't think any. I don't think anybody's gonna get there. Get there. Again. That's hard. Will, man. Will Smith is the mon- is the monolith. He's yeah. the he's the plateau. <laughs> he, he he is the okay. That's what I'm saying. Like LL Cool J. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, he can get he can do that. He can do that. He, he can get LL Cool J. Yeah, he get LL Cool J level. Could probably yeah. get a nice sitcom out of yeah. the deal. Yeah, I think, I think right. so. I mean, I could I could do I can I can see Drake on uh, TBS or some shit like that. Damn, yo, he gonna be on network TV? Damn, <laughs> yeah, you giving him that. a lot, yo. I mean, I mean, Fifty's on fucking <laughs> Showtime. Fifty's on Showtime. Fifty's on Showtime. With what? Yeah. What's that damn show? Um, Power. Power's on Stars. Stars. It was on Showtime before. Yeah. <laughs> it was on Showtime before. Yeah. I don't ever remember it being on Showtime. Yeah. That well, I remember. I remember. Well, that's the only, that's the only reason why I got Hulu. Because it was like, oh yeah, we'll give you uh, Showtime and you can watch Power. A word? Oh yeah. shit! I don't never remember. That's what I. That's I the only time we even thought it was on Showtime. Anyway, um, yeah, but Drake, he can definitely get there though. All right. So now, next piece. Gucci Mane re-ups his deal with Atlantic. Ten million dollar deal. When I say Gucci Mane. In 2017 is the definition of winning. I don't know what the fuck is. Yeah, man. Gucci, 
I'm I'm bringing up Gucci Mane first because I'm going to parallel it now into going into Meek Mill in his horrible situation that he's got going on around him. <laughs> Super losing. He's about to go back. He's going. Or I think he's already locked up now. He's, yeah. I, think, I think he turned himself in already. So he's back in jail for yeah. two to four years. What's well, his fucking probation? Like an idiot. Yeah. Yeah, which a lot of people are saying, oh, there's a lot of this, there's a lot of this. You know, they're 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 trying to argue for Meek Mill. My whole thing when it comes to Meek Mill, and you know, Phil, of course, you know what I mean. Let me know what it is, what y'all think. Meek Mill asks for this. <laughs> he's failed. He's failed drug tests constantly. He's uh, speeding in New York. It's like, no, he hasn't done anything major to earn two to four years in prison. But let's say instead of doing one major, he did like seven minors. Well, you don't really have to do anything major. To, well, if you're on probation, you don't have to do anything yeah. major to get sent back to jail. A drug exactly. test so, sends you back to jail. A drug yeah. test. Is, so it's like, dude, it's like you guys are mad at Meek Mill. Yeah, this judge seemed, seems real iffy with the request, if it's true. The request that she was putting out there, like, hey, leave your management and go with the management that I'm suggesting. Like, real weird shit like that was supposedly yeah. going on. Yeah. Uh, yes, iffy. But still, at the same point, you should have never, ever had to see a judge to be convinced of anything because you should have been right. Meek Mill needs the quintessential and a lot of rappers out there i think need the quintessential no nigga yeah nigga that tells this is nah nah and, it's not yeah, that 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 one nigga that's like when everybody's like yeah do that shit you just look over at him and he's like no no mm-mm, mm-mm. Yeah. like one dude's entire paycheck should be based on how much trouble you get into <laughs> <laughs> You know he's going to steer you right because that means he doesn't get paid. Yeah. So he's going to make sure you're making all the right decisions yeah. because that messes with his check. Motherfuckers need a no nigga. The Chris Browns of this world, the Meek Mills, the Kodak Blacks, they need somebody that's in their corner that gets paid to say no. But them no guys, those guys... um, they're boring. They're not gonna, you know. They're not gonna listen to them half the time. You can have fun. You know what? With a no nigga, you can. can. What? Let me have a lot of legal fun. I'll make sure you have fun, and I'll make sure you're gone when you need to be gone, and you're where you need to be when you need to be there. So you're gonna go up against like twenty five yes men. <laughs> <laughs> That's the hard part. You gotta fight all no. the yes men off every, every you see, second. No, of but that. you see, but you, you gotta fight the yes men off of logic and reason. Exactly. Uh, I said, what you got to realize is that one nigga that says no, when everybody's hyped to say yeah, that one dude's no is going to be listened to over everybody else. Because he's going to be the one that's saying some shit. Exactly. Because he's the only one saying no. It's like, well, why you say no? Oh. Yeah, Meek, maybe you should go home now. Yeah, Meek, maybe you should call for a driver instead of driving, you know, 100 miles an hour in New York. So yeah. I don't understand so, that. So See, that's the thing I don't understand. Like, when you got money, right? When you got when you got money and you've been drinking and you've been smoking, whatever, right? I don't understand why you, why you would even think about getting behind a wheel when you got money. Like, like seriously, like... If I get drunk at a party, ain't nobody driving me home. I got to stay at their house or I got to drive home under the influence, which is a terrible idea. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. But Meek Mill, 
can he could have got a helicopter out of wherever he was. He can just call somebody. He can call. He can call a driver, and, 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 and come pick him up. These days we got Uber. Like I don't understand how There's too many ways. Yeah, I don't understand how mm-hmm. you like how how do you like even like the celebrities, the basketball players. When you got bread, why are you driving under the influence? I don't understand that. Doesn't make any sense. No, I I agree wholeheartedly. <laughs> No, you're right. I think any any That's any, the simplest any thing you can do. making real money like that, and they get into any trouble when it comes to driving when they shouldn't be. Yeah, I think they sh- I think they should lose everything. That's you like one of the simplest yourself. things you can do, right? Yeah, yeah, because that means just that means you are bona fidely self destructive, <laughs> and you don't deserve to have what you have. If you're pissed drunk and you get behind the wheel, you don't deserve to be behind that wheel. You're self destructive. Or, I mean, or if you got your license suspended and you get behind a wheel, but you got money to pay for a driver, like, like what the hell, man? Like, seriously. Word up. That, Word that, that's, that's what the no dude is for. That, that him right the there. Mm-hmm. The no dude is the one where as soon as you go into the party, you give him your keys. And when, he, and when you walk up to him staggering and slurring, he says, no, no. Call the Uber. We'll get the car home. Don't worry. Yeah. We're good. Like, that's, that's it. He don't get rowdy. He stays nice and level-headed. And just stays in the cut where you don't even see him. You just look over, and he just says, "No, no." <laughs> right. Every every time you look over, he's just there shaking his head. No, you go to get got a sign. No, Like yeah, you know, you know, motherfucker about to get on the table because they partying in the club. Like I'm gonna get on the table. He just look over and he says, "No." <laughs> has a neon sign over his head. Stand on it. Stand on it. Stand no. on the chair, dude. Stand on the chair, not on the table. People got to eat off that. Stand on the chair. That's hilarious. I mean, like, that's that's what a lot of these cats need. That's what Meek needs in his corner. A no nigga. Somebody who's just going to say, Meek, no. Like, you want to run out on safari? Meek, don't get out the truck. No. Stay, stay right in here. Don't even, get, don't even get out the van. Don't get out the van late after he's already beat up and halfway across the street. Don't even get out the van. I mean, he did that shit, though. And if he had a no nigga that would have held him in the truck, then guess what? He wouldn't have never got out. His name wouldn't have been, you know, looped into that whole thing. And that would have, because that was something else, if I'm not mistaken, got brought up in his probation hearing. Oh, shit. Yeah, he, I mean, he brought the whole Constant thing on altercations. But they, yeah, but, they, but they, but they, but they, a lot of things, what they're saying is that the, the sentence is heavy handed. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's a little too much. The sentence is heavy handed for what he actually got convicted for or what they actually violated him for. Yeah. But when you look at all the stuff that they've let go. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's just like they say, like for me, I think you should, I think you should always, let's say when your kid messes up, you should address it every time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because what happens is when you finally address the one time that you can't take it no more, you're going to take out all 10 previous occurrences. Yeah. And they're going to be like, that oh, one what the hell? What's going on? And they're going to, exactly. And that's, what, and that's when it becomes disproportionate. Because you let Meek Mill slide the first time he failed the drug test. The first time his name came up in a scuffle or an altercation. The first time he got caught speeding through some city or whatever. It's like you kept letting him slide to the point where it's like, you know what? You're not learning no lessons. I'm giving you four years. Get out. Yeah. Whereas before it's yo, you about to do this, you know, you about to do these ninety days, you about to do these sixty days, you about to do these, you know, thirty days, whatever the case may be. Now nah, you just straight, I'm violating you. You getting max? You you finishing off the time that you owe? Yeah. Because you kept letting them slide. It's just like a kid; they're gonna keep sliding until you can't let them slide no more. Huh? You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah man. 
that's what that that's what that is, man. So that's like I said, man. It, it just surprises me that in 2017, Gucci Mane is like the staple of success. You know what I mean? In hip hop, like Gucci Mane is winning. You see that diamond sword he had at his wedding, though. What happened? You see that diamond sword that he had at his wedding, though. No, I ain't even looking nothing like that. There, see, that's doing too much. I know he just bought he bought his they, he bought him and his girl like matching Rolls Royces like. That's winning as hell. Yeah, he's winning. Dude's winning. He got a Reebok. He got his Reebok deal done. Ten million dollar deal with uh Atlantic Records. Is Gucci really popping like that down there? Well, I don't listen to Atlanta radio, but Gucci's always been popping down here, so I wouldn't be surprised if he's you know still popping down here. Atlanta supports Atlanta supports their artists, man. Like that's one thing that they do down here. They play their artists. They they play them in the strip club. They play them on the radio. They support their artists down here. Who would have thought, yo? I never I never would have thought that uh, Gucci would be ever be on a higher plateau than Jeezy. I just never thought it was gonna happen. Um, I mean, what was Jeezy ever on a higher plateau than Gucci? Hell yeah! yeah. Really? When you played it, when you played his new G's, all the dope boys, you're like that first second, that first second and what third album run. Well, I think Gucci was also locked up during the time when uh, Jeezy was really uh, doing his thing. Yeah, this thing. My president is black. Or that whole little run, that yeah. whole area, one hundred one to one hundred three. Come on, man. Jeezy was killing the game out back then. Yeah. Word up, word up. But I told man, yo. Y'all ready to get right into this? Man, y'all or can't even say get right into this because we done lingered for what half an hour now. Y'all ready to get into this? Uh, Big Crit Forever is a mighty long time album review. Let's do it. Yeah, buddy. Word up, word up. Uh, Book man, you want to read those uh, album notes? Just looking on iTunes don't exist. How do you not give Crit album notes? Because they don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't know if they have a rhyme or reason to how they do it. Is that something that the artist submits, or is that something, or the editors know? That's to me, that's something that the person who listens to the album should be putting. Yeah. yeah. Huh. I got something though. Guess they got busy. Yeah, I got something for you. Here it goes. Thought I had the burp. Excuse me. Forever is a mighty long time. Is the eighth full length project by Big Crit. Holy shit. Released on October 27, 2017, through multi-alumni. It's a double album comprised of two 11-disc tracks, the first being the Big Crit Disc, and the second being the Justin Scott government-themed disc. Each side is a reflection of one of Crit's unique personalities, the old-school Southern player who shines on one disc, and the humble, honest Justin Scott that ponders life on disc two. The album features many appearances from several heavy hitters, many of whom also hail from the South. Make no mistake, though, this is 22 tracks of pure, uncut crit. Word up, word up, word up. So, yo, before we start off going in uh, track-by-track review, let me just ask you, man, what did y'all expect going into this album? Soul, man, what did you expect going in to this album, Big Crits, Forever is a Mighty Long Time? Well, I've never listened to a uh, to a to a full length project by Crit. I've only heard like you know a few tracks by him, some features here and there. I only really started getting into him when I heard about him through Good Music. 
And um, you know, I always knew he was fire, so I wasn't expecting nothing less than greatness coming from him. Especially considering okay. that this is a uh, this is a solo project from him. He don't got no record labels hounding him or controlling him creatively. So I was really excited to see what kind of what kind of feels he would bring me. Okay, word up, word up, book man. Now I know you got um you got some experience with Crit. So uh, what what were you expecting going into this album from Big Crit? Um, I was expecting nothing but the best. I mean, like his last album, Catalactica, was great. I listened to it for a very long time. So mm. I was expecting, I was expecting nothing less on this album, but uh, you know, a really, really good to great, you know, project. Now, word up. That's what's up. That's what's up. Me, I, uh, like I said, I couldn't get into Catalactica, and I think pretty much every project before that was a little bit too much uh, subwoofers and rims rap. So I, I wasn't gotcha. expecting, much, you know, what I mean, I wasn't expecting much from them. But I, I'm just gonna say I was pleasantly surprised. I wasn't expecting much, but I'm, I'm I was present, pleasantly surprised with what I got. So man, let's just jump right into it, man. We're gonna start off with track number one, titled Big Crit. Bug man, you want to start us off with Big Crit? What you think about this track number one? Um, so it took me a couple of listens to, at this point on the song. So, but I realized it by like my third listen that he's pretty much talking to himself. Um, first verse, you know, his first verse, he's a he's a talking to Crit as Justin, and um, the thing that finally gave it away for me was the line he says, "I'm a proud parent now." And and I was a proud parent then. I saw you grow up, become the kind of king you've always been. You know, so that that kind of that kind of uh, told me that he was talking to himself as he was talking as Justin to Crick because Crick calls himself king all the time. Um, so I, I like so I like that. Um, and um, like, th- 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 this was a really good way to um, to uh, to start the album off. I really I liked it pretty much. Oh hell yeah, hell yeah. Definitely, definitely. I love the way it. Uh, I love the build up. I thought the build up was amazing. Uh, I love the and I love the spoken word in the beginning, and then it yeah. flips into the bars and the bars coming hard with the yeah. heavy bass and every, like he just went in relentlessly. Like I say, built up nice and slow with the spoken word, and then he just flipped the whole thing up. I really liked it. Uh, but Soul Man, what you think about this record? It's a really dope intro. Like you said, um, I really like the, uh, the spoken word style that he had when he first started. The build up in the beat is crazy. Shouts to uh oh, shouts to Crit for producing this shit himself as he well. He does a lot. He does a lot of that. Um, another cool thing about this track yeah. is that it's um, it's actually a sample from a track later on in the album. I'll, I'll make mention to it again. Oh later shit, on. word. Yeah. Yeah, he, he killed the dope ass intro. He he does lots of production on his own too. Yeah, I had no idea he had that yeah. talent as well. Yep. Yeah. Oh man, one of the uh, probably my my um my favorite bar. What did he say? Uh, he was like, uh, "Look how you hate me, but you cocked me." Possibly uh, one of the uh, possibly I was one of I was one with the uh, components and properties to be the greatest of all time, but you won geography lottery. Yeah, yeah, it was crazy. I fucked that whole bar up just because for me, for me, the music is. I don't let people know because I did get a comment that said, "Yo, you can't, you can't uh, recite the bars." 
I can hear the music playing that the people hear. Yeah. Book and soul can't hear it yet. We're working on getting equipment. So I hear the music playing in the background. So it does kind of fuck me up sometimes. And I'm trying to recite <laughs> it. And I'm hearing other bars going like, oh, 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 wait, wait, wait. Oh, my God. I just got to clear my name. Like, this dude can't even spit a bar. No, right? like, <laughs> now, one, of, one, of, one of my favorite one of my favorite lines in this genre, it's in, it's in a Justin uh, uh, verse. He says, this mouth of mine has turned water, to, water for wine. I still recall the taste of bittersweet. You know, I that's that's one of my favorite ones, man, because, you know, you know, everybody's thirsty for something and, you know, becoming a rapper, you know, <laughs> he uh had a chance to quench his thirst, but I guess it didn't totally uh satisfy him at it all times. Satisfy him. <laughs> Word up. But the reason I picked that line for me where it says, uh, could be arguably the greatest of all time, but you won't geography lottery. Basically he's he's basically just straight up saying, Because I'm not from where I should be from yeah. I'm never gonna get the credit that I deserve. No, I, I I totally agree. I think people forget about him because he's from Alabama. No, he's from Mississippi, right? Yeah, I think Mississippi. it's Mississippi. Mississippi or yeah. Alabama. I can I get mixed up with Mississippi and Alabama. Um but um yeah, I I think that too. Like if he was from Atlanta, like, you know, might oh, be yeah. a little bit different. Yeah, dude, I think it was <laughs> way, way different. But like you yep. said, because he's from like I said, I would put him like I said, I I put crit in that uh in that top five argument for the for like the leaders of the new school with the J. Coles and the Kendricks, the big yeah. songs. Crit should be there. Next That's, song I'll tell you that. Yeah, word up. And we're gonna we're gonna move right <laughs> up into Confetti. This baseline. Ugh. Yeah. I love it. I love it. So man, you wanna start us off, man? What you think about this track, Confetti? Yo, the, his whole flow in this beat, I thought it was crazy. The hook, I like it. It's real nice, real simple. Some, I actually got some uh, some artist notes from Crit on this track too. Okay, okay. You know, uh, this whole track is about confidence. As an artist, as a rapper, as a lyricist, it's me expressing that I know where I stand in music, and I know my catalog. And after Mount Olympus, that's known. Sometimes you think you didn't win and you focus so much on that instead of really looking at it from the perspective of it not being your time yet. And if somebody else won and they're going hard, trying to put it in your face, they might not even know how to celebrate. Your confetti ain't even heavy, even when people are like, man, Kurt, why you ain't where you need to be or why you ain't getting this kind of light? I will, my role is different and confetti is just that. People know lyrically I go in and you should never take me lightly on any record. That's my way of reminding people. And this is just, you know, him letting everybody know, like, hey, I do got to shine. It's just just not my time yet. Yeah. One day I'll get into the right place. Don't sleep on me. Yo, I really I really like this record. I think I like I like the keys on it. I think they're really uh really kind of morbid. It's a real yeah, dark record. It's that old uh, Looney Tunes sneaking fair fair, you know. Dun, 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 yeah, yeah, dun, yeah. It's like yo, we dun, dun, up dun, on you. word up, word up. Like I said, I like it. Uh, I really love it. I love when he says, uh, "Angel wing, do- angel wings on wings doors." On I gotta see flex them. Money don't make you fly. That's just my perspective. I love that guy. <laughs> and uh, what's him call it? Waiter forgot my season. Uh, waiter forgot my season. I'm glad that they throwing salt. Oh, I said, damn, this dude is mad. <laughs> I loved it. I love this record, book man. What you think about this joint, man? 
Um, so right, right away, I mean, I I love the I love the guitar riff, man. Like off off top, right away, that's what comes off to me. Like Word I was up. already hooked from the beginning. Um, man, like so I I like the concept of this one, man. Like confetti is light, man. Like and he was just like basically he's saying I got so many wins that my confetti is starting to weigh me down. That's a lot yeah. of W's right there. That's I, I, and a lot so, of so so just like you were saying earlier, you know, Crit is one of the uh leaders you know what i'm saying and to me this song right here um is telling all of the cast under him that hey man you're under me and i'm only looking at the heavy hitters right now i'm only trying to i'm only paying attention to the kendrick lamars of the world you know what i'm saying and that's that's you know like the the people that's at the top that's on my level that's only people i'm paying attention to because they're the only ones that got heavy confetti Word up, word up, word up. But all right, so let's keep this joint going, man. We're going to run right into the next track, which uh, Big Bank featuring T.I. And, uh, yo, Book, man, start us off, man. Big Bank featuring T.I., your next door neighbor, T.I. Right, right, <laughs> right. Seriously. So, real talk, real talk. Um, Quick, finally, I think this is his first song with his uh, longtime voice doppelganger, T.I. Um, they sound just like me. When I first heard Crit, I was like, this guy's got to be T.I. Anyway, um, this song is pretty cool. I mean, it's just about basically about uh, bragging about how much money they got. T.I. says this on one on his verse. He says, my bitch don't be cleaning up. I need a man. Yeah. You don't be cooking. Like, 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 <laughs> like, like, is he really going at his... Like, uh, yo, uh, niggas know your wife. Like, did you forget? Yeah, he's real in his rap show. Like are they ex are they ex wives now? Ex husband wife now? I think they, they no, they decided to stay together. together. Yeah, they decided to stay together. That's what I'm saying. It's like, dude, this is your wife, you. man. With everything, but like so back together. Yeah, but like, what the fuck? What verse is that? What kind of line is that? Real ass line. put her through the mud. I said, damn, yo, you shows her no love. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, it's, it's, it's it's pretty good. So I'm happy he I'm happy he finally got a song with Ti. Yeah, word up. I think this is a great turned up record. I love it. Like I said, just real. Uh, I love the hook. The hook is just so chanty. Like like yeah. I wish this record came out in the summertime. Mm-hmm. Like I can't wait for the summer to come so I can crank the stereo riding through riding through the city because this joint is really that record for me. Yeah. Word up. Word up. But uh, so man, what you think about this record? Uh, like you said, it's a real, it's a real dope bounce to the beat. It's a real, uh, real superhero vibe to it. I definitely like Ti's verse. I thought his tempo was really, really dope. I mean, that that line about his wife is kind of effed up. But hey, man, they gonna be what they is. Word up, word up. But uh, what you call man? Let's keep. Oh, not nah, before we uh move on. Oh uh, man, what about that Manny Fresh outro? Where has Manny Fresh been hiding? From Mississippi, apparently. <laughs> like, yo, this dude just came out of nowhere with the, with the outro that leads us right into the next record that we're about to get into. Subinstein, my sub four. And when I tell you this joint right here, this is the crit that I thought I was going. I'm so I was happy that we made it all the way to track four before we got this kind of song. Yeah, 
because I was worried this is this is the type of record that was gonna start this album, and I'm gonna be like, oh crap, I don't want to even listen to this uh this album because it's gonna be full of this. Yeah, I mean, but I'm glad that that he he put it on the. I'm glad I like the record. I love this record. But like I said for me, this uh he's he's four for four. I like when he uh what what what's the part where he goes that uh what's some call it uh. Bust the seats out the back. A monster's in the car. Like that part right there. Yeah, that's it. It's just yeah. hilarious to me. I love that joint. Yeah, real, real fun inflection here. Word up, word up. But what y'all think about the uh, the record before I keep on going? I mean, it wouldn't be a big crit project without a song about his system, right? <clears throat> but I do like uh, the personification of his subwoofer through this song as like a Frankenstein type character. Yeah. Um. But, you know, so this, this is like the first time, like, so, you know, Chris been talking about his system fucking forever. Um, but this is like the first time I ever thought, like, how does this motherfucking system really sound? Like, is this shit really that dope? You know, because it's got like, you know, it yeah, to be it all the way up the block. Yeah, it's got to be dope. But the, the beat change to me oh, is when, when this song gets really amazing. Like, that, I think the way. It goes from the from the, my fault, like from being a monster to he like he almost romanticizes it. Absolutely, Absolutely. and I think that is amazing. It's so crazy. It's so crazy. Mm-hmm. Word up, word up. That's all I had, man. But uh, Soul Man, what you think about this record? And uh, it's a dope record. That bass knocks, yo. I could I could bump this down a highway. It's um, you know, it's a car track. That beat switch is. Super, super lit. The bridge and everything, I love it. Like you said, it's like he's uh he switches it from like being like from it being a monster to him to him like romanticizing it, like loving it. Yeah. And uh, that's 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 an interesting contrast, especially when you're thinking of you know cars and sound systems, because you know dudes love their cars and you know they say, "Yo, my shit's a beast. Yo, it's just a monster." Da 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 da. Word up, word up, word up. All right, yo, so let's keep this moving, man. We're going to move right into probably one of my, actually one of my favorite tracks on the album. 1999, featuring Lloyd. Yo, when I tell you these records, like, just listen to a lot of records. Doing Snoop Dogg's, um, what's it called, Make America Crip Again, the same thing. They're sampling our records that we grew up with. From the 99 of the 2000. Yeah. Bruh, this is the shit that makes me feel old. They're sampling the records that we... Our records are now the old records. <laughs> yeah. They're not... It's not flashbacks no more. They're not just throwback records. These shits are just old now. Juveniles back that thing up. It's just a plain old, old record. It's not a throwback. It's not a flashback. This record's just old. It's sample worthy old. Sample yeah. that a couple, a couple of young heads that I know, when I said, what y'all think about that record? They said, yo, we liked it, yo. I was like, what you think about the, the sample? What sample? What song did they sample? I said, oh, over. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I don't even know where this shit came from. <laughs> it's like, come on. 
But uh, what y'all think about this record? I agree with what you said. This is one of my favorite tracks on the album. I think Lloyd did a great job on here. You know, the, the sample is lit. Shouts Word to Cash up. Money for it. I love his verse. You know, it's it's a it's a nice it's a nice it's a nice mood. It's a nice uh some nice shift in content and narrative, especially the way this album is going so far. I'm I'm really liking it. Yeah, I, I like I like how he's how he flipped it. The uh the sign track, track number four. He turned it into more of a romanticizing track, which transitioned right into this lovely. Yeah, word up, word up, book man. What you think about this record? Yeah, this one's alright. This girl, oh, yeah, this was alright. I mean, this it's girl, for the girls. yeah, it's alright. I mean, it, it was it was definitely for the girls. It was just you know, I was it, I definitely wouldn't play it again. Real talk. Even though I like Lloyd, but I would. Now's play it. the time for Lloyd to try and make a comeback. Yeah, you're right. I this mean, is his off. generation right why, now. Where like, why off. is he still look exactly the same? <laughs> That's why he could sell him, me, Miguel. Them two cats, like yo, like they, yeah, they're not aging. But Miguel is good though. Like, but like, so Lloyd, Lloyd's good too. But like. How old was Lloyd when he first came out? Like, was Lloyd he was like young. 16? You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, he was like, 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 like 40 now? Like, the same, <laughs> the same age as Chris Brown. Like, Lloyd wasn't old. Okay. Word up. And then Chris Brown, like, kind of ended his career just by being a better version of him. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you know I mean? But yeah, now, now is the time for Lloyd to come out, and he could probably really make some moves. Word up, word up. But uh, what's the I really lo- I like Lloyd when he uh, what do you say? Um, I can't help it. I'm a freak in this show. I be uh, eating pussy, kissing titty, sucking toes. I said, yeah, that's that's my life. That's dope. I said, kissing titties. What? That's the most southern shit. We kissing titties. Like I kiss no titties. I suck a titty. I don't kiss no titties. Word <laughs> up! I just thought that was funny, man. I I, I like that. What's we call man? But let's keep it. Uh, we're gonna keep it moving to uh, "Ride with Me," the next track, "Ride with Me," featuring Bumby and Pimp C. And I, I am unfortunately gonna bow out on this record early and say this is a skip. Boog, what you think about this record? Man, this song's awesome. Um, <laughs> Um, so this song gave me an epiphany. Like so, this whole time I've been listening to Crip, never really realized how much UGK influenced him. Right when I heard this song, like when I first heard this chorus, I was like, like I thought it was Crip, but it but it was a uh, really Pimp C on the chorus. I was like, oh shit! Like that sounds just like some shit Crip would say and how he would say it. Instantly realized, oh shit! He been listening to he been really influenced by UGK. Uh, but on the verses. Um, I thought was dope. He pays homage to Pimp C and literally spits bars of the verse in the same cadence as Pimp C would. Like if you listen to it, like he sounds exactly like Pimp C, and he does it on purpose. Um, so yeah, I I, I I I think I like the song for stuff like that, not because it's a great song, but I like it because you like the, of, uh, just the respect to Pimp C. Yeah, I like the respect. I like how I like how he I, I like how he. Um, shows his influence of UGK. Like, mm-hmm. I like I go back. The homage, like, the homage yeah. paid in it. Yeah, I'm like, that's, damn, that's he really, really likes them guys. So, yeah. 
Nah, I feel you with that. I feel you with that. Uh, book mate, uh, soul mate, you say how you felt about this joint? Um, I mean, it's it's a good track, you know. Like like book said, the the homage to Pimp C is definitely real dope, you know. So it's a real good honor. It's, uh, it's dope to show that he, you know, that he respects the old school and showing where he uh where he got a lot of the influence in his craft from. Like I could I I could I could do with or without this track. Word up, word up. Ah, right, yo, well, yo, man, let's keep this uh, let's keep this joint moving, yo. We just gonna uh, go right ahead in the get up to come down, featuring CeeLo Green, my man, and Sleepy Brown. Where they find Sleepy Brown at, though? My man's in Mississippi. <laughs> <laughs> yo, everybody, everybody ducking out in Mississippi. <laughs> this is a dope record. I love the vibe. Yeah, of this record. I like this shit a lot. Real enjoyable type of record, man. But uh, nah, soul man, go ahead, man. I'm actually got a uh, got an artist note from Crit on this track. Uh, All he, right, go ahead with he it. Was, you know, he was just as excited about CeeLo rapping as the rest of us. Word? Yeah, he was like CeeLo rapping. Well, while I was making this record, I reached out to Sleepy and he was down. But then I thought I gotta get CeeLo. Now I didn't ask whether he wanted to rap or sing. I just hit the OG and was like, "Yo, I got a record. I want you to get on." He heard it from the background. I was like, I got you. For me, creatively, wherever you want to go as an artist, I'm not tripping. OG, do what you do. He sent me that bag, and I was like, wow. Probably hadn't come out yet when I did this record. So the way CeeLo flips the flow and mentions Pimp C on the end of his verse correlates with the UG rec- UGK record before it. It's the perfect way it played out. So he wasn't even expecting a rap verse to come from CeeLo Green. Yeah. But he got it though. Oh man, I said I, I love this record. But uh, Boog man, what you think about this record? Organized noise and Big Crit is like a match made in heaven. Like I, like I need more organized noise and Big Crit. I mean, kind of like Jay Z has Pharrell. Crit needs it's to have organized fit. noise. Absolutely. Yeah. Um. Anyway. Um. So. One so just like the last, just like the last song, he he he's very influenced by Outkast too. Like so, mm-hmm. if you if you yeah, listen, this definitely if, out. This is a big boy record. Oh my goodness, bro! If you listen to if you listen to his the Crit's verse, he spits. I think it's the last verse. He spits it just like Big Boy. Yeah, he spits. He sounds. He does it. Oh, I like just Big like Boy Big Boy. On this album. So, this album. so it was pretty cool. So like so so just just to run it down real quick. We get Big Bank, which is T.I. inspired song. We yeah. get the, the the shout out to Cash Money and Juvenile. We get the UGK, and now we got motherfucking uh, Outcast. Like Outcast. He's he's, he's, paying he's lots definitely of homage paying homage to the South. Yeah. Yeah. He's paying is. lots of homage on this, this on, on this first. Southern act. Player Catalyst Lactic Ass album. Yeah. Word up. Word up. Word up, man. Now, last I love this Luddish track. So let's keep it moving, yo. We're gonna move it on over to Lay Up. Definitely, definitely, definitely. A nice uh relaxing record. Uh Book Man, start us off, man. Lay up. Um it's a real nice chill song, probably a smoking song. I wouldn't know about Word that because I don't smoke. But um, you know, all these people who work hard all their life, you know, they propelled him to where he is now and they need to lay up from time to time. I mean, everybody does really, right? I mean, yes. you know, 
hopefully we catch the layups that we get. Hopefully we don't miss them because you know they don't come around that often. Um, but yeah, so when I first heard the song, I immediately thought, you know, my coaches say sometimes you gotta take the play was there. Don't try to make a miraculous play happen when you have a layup right in front of you. Um, so um, yeah, it just um, it was. I mean, sometimes like when you when you take a layup, it gives you confidence. To tackle bigger stuff, so I'm so like I, I like this song because of stuff like that, not for the smoking aspect. Now word up, word up. Now I feel you, yo. This this really this really gave me a a Bone Thugs vibe. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Like I really, really felt like that Bone Thugs vibe on this joint, and I said I liked it a lot. Uh, but like I said, other than that, man, like I said, I think it's just a a, a solid record. You know, what I mean, it's time to lay up. It's time to enjoy the fruits of your labor. You know what I mean? That's. What more you gonna say about it, man? But uh, Soul Man, what you got for this record? Um, well, yeah, according to Crit, it's definitely it's definitely a smoke track. But you know, he uh, the point that I think he's trying to say is, you know, just like how a layup is like, you know, one of those easy, easy to hit shots. You know, everybody needs some of those in their lives. It's too uh, it's too often that there's struggles going around, and he's talking about his own struggles in the track. How everybody just needs like quick two points just to just to help out with life every once in a while word word up word up alright yo well, let's keep this joint moving it's probably one of my favorite skits of the year with the classic interlude bruh what I tell you how the fuck you got 14 skits and 14 tracks man <laughs> tell you, man it's a classic <laughs> He said, classic. That nigga ain't got a barcode. <laughs> he said, so? He said, you hating. Hating don't look good on you. It's a classic. <laughs> he said, nigga, you live in a cul-de-sac. Yeah, I got a driveway, though. It's a classic. <laughs> Bro, I'm sorry. I love this record. Crit has, Crit has some of the best skits, man. I swear. Yeah. That is a funny skit. I mean, if you li- listen, listen to the Catalactica album and uh, the Mo the Mo Grease Than Beef one. Listen to that one, but that was a good one too. But yeah, this, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah Crit has some really funny skits, man. Yeah, I I just thought this joint was hilarious, but it, but in this hilarity, it speaks volumes to how fickle the fan is. Bruh, when that girl said it at the end, he got some. He had some backup. He changed quick, didn't he? Everything. He thought he was ready. He said, "Oh no, this shit garbage." You right? Like, how you just gonna flip it like that? Like, word. Like, I thought my man's had you sold, and you just like, never mind. Nah, it ain't good. Yeah, I, I, I get the I get the joke that he's trying to play in this skit too. You know, because like back in the days, if an album was a classic. You know, it's something that people wouldn't say until, like, man, long after the album's done, like, been on the shelves and been listened to. But nowadays, it's like someone could, like, barely put the shit out, and people will be quick to call it a classic. Instant classic. Instant classic. Yeah. Everything's a classic nowadays. Mm-hmm. Word up, word up. But, yo, man, let's let's keep this moving. We're going to move right into Aux Chord. Which I'm very excited, yo, man. I, ho- I hooked the aux cord up in my whip. I used to always have a little, uh, the little radio transmitter, yeah. but I, I, I had to undo. I undid the whole dashboard. I finally ordered one, plugged that joint into the Honda. What this record inspired you, bruh? Now I did it way before, but it's just the fact that, yo, just the sound quality change in the whip. Hell yeah! Because now I got an aux cord. 
and I'm not trying to do my shit through the radio. Ooh, that shit is sweet, boy. <laughs> word of word of a book, man. What you think about this record, Oxcore? Um, this is a good reminisce song, man. Chris trying word to get the new generation to reach back a little bit and uh, taking some of the classics that came before. Um, so in his in the song, he says you can listen to that shit anytime you want because there's a hundred artists right now doing the same thing, sounding alike. You know what I'm saying? But he's basically saying there's only one Raphael Sadiq, there's only one D'Angelo. You know, there's only one Fresh Prince. A lot like a lot of the cats these days, like you can get two, three little yachtis if if you will you know what i'm saying not, not i mean little yachty is a little unique in how he does it but you know uzi vert you're gonna get a, you're, you're, a dime a dozen yeah you're gonna get a bunch you're gonna get two three uzi verts um ugly god there's a three of them you know what i'm saying like so uh, yeah so you know he basically like, turn 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 that shit off from time to time man you you gonna listen you gonna, you can you can hit that you can hear that shit anytime you can hear that, that. shit anytime you want yep. put this yep. on but yeah, yep. nah, definitely, definitely. I, lo- I love the uh, the name drops: Johnny Taylor's, Billy Withers, Temptations, fucking uh, Gladys Midnight with the Pips, uh, 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 Gladys Knight with the Pips, uh, all that. He just shouted out mad, uh, mad pioneers. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, it's not even like he just just famous folk. No, these are pioneers. These are people who did things. That they're now do that that the newer generation is doing and don't even know why they're doing it that way. I think that was one of the big things to me that stood out. You know what I mean? Like, you figure, was it? I think Fresh Prince and Jazzy Jeff Summertime was that like the first like anthem? Yeah, yeah. Like Summertime was like the first, and that was like that first song that you know you're gonna hear for the rest of your life in the summer. Like mm-hmm. that did it. I mean, I heard that song in the summer passing too. Oh, I played this joint every summer. You probably heard it out the whip at work with me because I've been <laughs> man. Will Smith and Jazzy Jeff, man, yo, I will not hesitate to tell motherfucker I was a Will Smith fan. Y'all was a big Will Smith fan. Yeah, I mean, but not. But I, uh, what's my call? I really like this record. I think it was super dope. And we're gonna keep it moving right into the last track off the Big Crit album with getaway now this is the last track on the album on the first disc of the album getaway damn we're already done with the first disc yeah man yeah man that's one thing that i wanted to say about this album i really appreciated that it didn't feel like it was 22 tracks real real smooth transitions and his content is uh it's it's varied enough that i'm not yeah, word up, word up. Uh, what's some call man? Uh, other than that, what you th- what you think about this record? Get away. This is a real dope track. I like the. Uh, I definitely like the the message that he's saying. You know, gotta back off from all the negativity and shit that people like try to throw you away. Just focus on you know shining and staying up and trying to move forward in your own in your own greatness. Word up, word up. Book man, what you think about this record? Um, this is the one I just been listening to on repeat. This is this is just for some reason. I don't know why, but this is the one I've been listening to on repeat. Um, I mean, he put Manny Fresh on there first. 
Here goes another. Here goes a, uh, a nod to the big timers. Um, where everybody get your roll on. Um, I was in Atlanta when when that was a big mosh pit song. But um, her, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, like, man, you don't know that. <laughs> it's crazy. Anyway, um, yeah. This for this this is this is so far one of my favorite my favorite ones. This has been this song that I've, I haven't stopped playing all week. Get away from that bullshit that they y'all. I love yeah. it. I like look hug. alone. Just yeah, I gotta get yeah. away from that bullshit that they y'all. And one of my favorite, one of my favorite bars, uh, from the box that they put me in because of my newbie in skin. Now I'm roller skating and Coda Sex on twenty twin twins. I said, oh, how's it going, too? I love that. His flow on this record was dope. I really like enjoyed his flow. Yeah, on this record, I think it just he just went in newbie in skin. Oh man, this this it was perfect. I love this beat and his flow with it. It was great. It, this is a great way to end the disc, but it yeah. doesn't end the disc, or it does end the disc, but it doesn't end the album because we're gonna go into the, the uh, what should we call it? Well, you know what? Before we even go into the next track, we're gonna ask straight up. All right, so first disc, Big Crick. What do you guys think? It so my thoughts on the first half of the album is that um it was okay to me. It was I did I was I wasn't blown away. I liked it, but it wasn't he he didn't have a bunch of stuff on here that I'm like, yeah, I'm about to go back and re-listen to that. Really? Yeah. Wow. I concur. Really? From both of y'all? Yeah. There might be like one or two tracks like I'll probably take Big Bang and and my sub four. Nah, now Ox Chord. For me, title track or the first track, Big Crit, Confetti's Dope, Big Bang. I'm not skipping till I get to ride with me. Mm. I mean, yeah, they're dope, but they're not like they're not going in the permanent playlist. Yeah, only one that's going to the permanent playlist right now is probably Getaway, and that's not Get even a- set in stone. Getaway is in my permanent playlist. Confetti's in my permanent playlist. 1999's in my permanent playlist. I'm like, real. I'm real five. selective. I'm real selective. Bonafide. Because so, I know that I'm going to want to hear them joints. I think. I think like the whole time we've been doing this podcast, I may have maybe four or five songs that I put in my permanent playlist. So far, Damn. yeah, I'm really selective with that because I've yep. had permanent playlists that's like 900 songs, and I vowed that I would never get like that again. What <laughs> <laughs> were the 900 songs that you started skipping? Absolutely. So I gotta oh, really, really yeah, make right. sure I like that song before I put it in there. I gotta getaway is that getaway is definitely, I think it's gonna get on the list because I like that song. Alright, nah, I feel you. I feel you. I feel you. Alright, so but you know what, man? I think we're gonna uh, we're gonna put a pause on this joint, man, and we're gonna come we're gonna come right back at y'all. Stay tuned for part two of the big crit. What the hell album is this called again? Shit. Forever is a long time. Forever is a mighty it's long. A mighty time. long time album review. We're gonna we're gonna bring y'all part two real real soon.